Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened on Friday? If I recall correctly, I think Amasa was trying to amass an army and then he lost his fucking head. I mean, there was more to it. That did happen, Right, right, yeah. Joab killed him because Amasa was taking too long and then we found out in our... Q&A on Saturday that 
um, Joab suspected that maybe Amasa was like conspiring with Sheba, who right. was who they were after. Right. Yeah. And then so they went to go get Sheba. And they were going to wipe out this whole town, but this wise lady was like, wait, 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 wait. And we'll hand the fucker over. Yeah, and so yeah. they tossed his head over the gate. I mean, that's smart move on their right? part, in my opinion. And so then they went home with the head and were like, we got him. Yeah. We did it. Well, you know, the lady at the wall got him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he's done got. Yeah. And then and then we had minutes of a office report of Yeah, who. that was... Well, they've, they've done that a couple of times now, and, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's... I mean, it's a way just to, like, inform us of the important people in his administration. Camp, right? Yeah. But it's boring to us because we don't give a fuck. And I'm like, you're not as important as you think you are. Cause yeah. It's thousands of cares. years ago. Yeah. And nobody gives a shit anymore. Yeah. So. Exactly. Maybe somebody does, but I sure as hell don't. It so. ain't me, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was Second Samuel chapter twenty. It was, and today we are going into Second Samuel chapter twenty-one, and we are going to finish Second Samuel this week. Amazing! Amazing! That is really cool. I know. All right, well, Thursday let's... will be our last episode of Second Samuel. So cool! So cool! Right. All right. Well, let's get this week started then. Okay. All right. All right, 2 Samuel chapter 21. All right. I could read you the headline, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. So we don't know what's happening. I don't, yeah, no clue. But it it is not a continuation of the minutes. That was just two sentences. Yep, it's a new thing. One into a new section. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a famine. There's a famine? During David's reign that lasted for three years. That would indicate to me God's not on their side. So David asked the Lord about it. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. All right. Did you read ahead? No, I didn't read ahead. Wow. But I'm just, I mean, famine, to me, means God's not on your fucking side. Well. So why is God, you know, fucking him over with a famine? I guess David's going to ask him about it and be like, hey. You know, what's up, man? And the Lord said. Yeah. The famine has come because Saul and his family are guilty of murdering the Gibeonites. Saul's dead, man. I don't remember who the Gibeonites are or why we should care that Saul killed them. Right, but why is why are they why is David's people paying the price for what Saul did? Because God always does a like random overarching punishment of like all y'all motherfuckers. Until he doesn't. And then well, yeah. he decides all of a sudden you're gonna reign for life until next week. <laughs> reign so. for life until next week. That was great. <laughs> so true but more often than not he punishes collectively he yeah. does not reward collectively very much at least yeah no yeah for sure so the king summoned the gibeonites okay they were not part of israel but were all that was left of the nation of the amorites they were the giants way back when weren't they, they? the gibeonites no the, the amorites the amorites weren't they were they i can't remember i can't remember if that was the amorites or the ammonites or the Amalekites. Oh, I think it was the Amalekites. It's Maybe. one of those A guys. I, you know how I am when things start with the same letter. <laughs> they all turn into the same thing. Got it. Well, anyway, there's a, that, those people. So, yeah, the Gibeonites are part of the Amor- Amorites. But I thought God was trying to help them defeat them at one point. That's what I thought. But apparently he was not thrilled that Saul killed them. Okay. Who fucking knows? I don't fucking know. I can't keep track of all his, like, what you want me to do and what you don't want me to do and... 
and who you told what to do and what not to do. And It's almost like the God of the Bible is fickle. I, you know, <laughs> sure feels that way. The people of Israel had sworn not to kill them. But Saul, in his zeal for Israel and Judah, had tried to wipe them out. Got it. I might have to go back and do a little bit of what what on that. This might, yeah, this might be a Q and A type thing because I, yeah. I kind of forget what. I don't remember Saul hardly at all at this point. I mean, yeah, we're in his second book, and I'm like, Saul, who, who Saul? We're not in Saul's book. Oh yeah, you're right. See, <laughs> see, I did it again, Samuel. But Saul and Samuel both start with an S. So what right, did I do? Yeah, you, see, right. Fuck me. David asked them, "What can I do for y'all? How can I make amends so that you will bless the Lord's people again?" Right. Well, money can't settle this matter between us and the family of Saul, the Gibeonites replied. Okay. Neither can we demand the life of anyone in Israel. I mean, okay. Sure, sure, okay. So, what do you want? Barley? Uh, You want fucking goats? What can I do then? David asked. Can I wash your fucking feet? What do you want? Just tell me, and I will do it for you. Then they replied. It was Saul who planned to destroy us, to keep us from having any place at all in the territory of Israel. So let seven of Saul's sons be handed over to us, and we will execute them before the Lord at Gibeon. There's seven of his fucking sons left? On the mountain of the Lord. I thought, like, all of Saul's people died. That's what I thought. Remember when uh, David was looking for some of Saul's Mm -hmm. descendants? Yeah. And they found uh, Mephibosheth or whatever. Mephibosheth Right, Yeah. yeah. The guy that, with the broken feet. It's like feet. The, the only guy left that I knew of. Yeah. Other than his daughter that he, you know, married and right. doesn't think anything of. Right. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure. Where are they going to come up with seven fucking sons? I have no idea. Is, oh, yeah, there they are. I, the king said, I'll do it. The king spared Jonathan's son, Mephibosheth, who was oh, Saul's grandson. Oh, we're going grandson. into grandsons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because of the oath David and Jonathan had sworn before the Lord. That's nice. I'm yeah. glad he remembered that. But... Right. He gave them Saul's two sons, Armani and Mephibosheth, whose mother was Rizpah, daughter of Aya. Wait, he gave him Mephibosheth? I thought... That's the... Wow. He spared Mephibosheth, but he gave them Mephibosheth. I don't understand. No, I thought he said... No, that's not who he spared. The king spared Jonathan's son, Mephibosheth. Oh, who was Saul's grandson. Oh, okay, okay. Because of the oath David and Jonathan had swore before the Lord. But he gave them Saul's two sons, Armani and Mephibosheth, whose mother was Rizba, daughter of Aya. Apparently there was more than one Mephibosheth. I guess there was. And I'm glad that he said, um, I'm glad that they made that clear. Like, he spared Mephibosheth, but he did give him this other Mephibosheth who had all these other relatives. Yeah, that's not confusing at all. No, no. Right? He also gave them the five sons of Saul's daughter, Merab, the wife of Adriel, son of Barzillai from Mahola. Okay. I feel like oh. we didn't meet any of these people before. I feel like they probably listed them and we were bored. Maybe. <laughs> kind of that, like I am that, now. There is that possibility. The men of Gibeon executed them on the mountain before the Lord. I mean, could you imagine? Here, sorry, you have to go die now. Right? So that the Lord will raise up this famine. Yeah. No, that that sucks. Like, could you imagine? Like, we're just walking around, and then some random leader, like the president or something, walks up to you and is like, I'm really sorry, but you have to die now. Yeah, your grandpa was this person, and and we gotta... Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It is what it is, bro. Right. 
So all seven of them died together at the beginning of the barley harvest. Oh. Just yeah, in well, time for a barley party. They missed out on the barley party. Hmm. Womp womp. Because, you know, dead. Then, Rizba, daughter of Aya, the mother of two of the men, spread burlap on a rock and stayed there the entire harvest season. She prevented the scavenger birds from tearing at their bodies during the day and stopped wild animals from eating them at night. Okay. So they didn't even bury the bodies? They just left them out to rot? I guess. Jesus. And she covered them up with burlap. I feel like that's a little harsh and, yeah. It's rude. Right? When David learned what Rizba, Saul's concubine, had done, he went to the people of Jabesh Gilead and retrieved the bones of Saul and his son David. Okay. Okay, parentheses voice ready. Yeah. When the Philistines had killed Saul and Jonathan on Mount Gilboa, the people of Jabesh Gilead stole their bodies from the public square of Bethshan, where the Philistines had hung them. I do remember that. End parentheses voice. Yeah. So David obtained the bones of Saul and Jonathan, as well as the bones of the men the Gibeonites had executed. Then the king ordered that they bury the bones in the tomb of Kish, Saul's father, at the town of Zila in the land of Benjamin. After that, God ended the famine in the land. Well, that was nice of him, you Considering know? Considering that there was a lot of murdery he just bullshit. Needed, he just needed to let those people kill seven yeah. people for no real reason. Right. Other than they were related to somebody. Yeah. And then, and then God's okay with it. To stop murdering an entire yeah, nation no, in I a mean, famine. It totally makes sense. Yeah. You just got to kill people for no reason to, to stop a famine that you were doing for no reason. Yeah, That sure. That makes total, complete sense. I'm on board. I'm not. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so that section was the avenging of the Gibeonites. Okay. Okay. Yep. Now we're moving on to the, ooh, the next one. Oh, I wish I didn't read that headline. <laughs> ooh, this is going to get good. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Ho- hold on to your butts. Yeah. It's going to get big. Big, huh? After this, there was another battle against the Philistines at Gob. They're always at fucking war. They are always at fucking war. Right? As they fought, Sibekai from Hushah killed Saf, another descendant of the giants. Oh, see? He got big. They're still around. See? Yeah, see? yeah. Yeah. During another battle of Gob, at Gob. Those sorry. fucking giants never go away. They never die. You know? They never but died. they said descendants of giants, so it's no longer giants. They're merely tall. They're just descendants of giants. They're merely nine foot tall. Right. They used. They they might have been giants. They they might <laughs> they might be giants, but they aren't anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. During another battle at Gob, Elhanan, son of Jer from Bethlehem, killed the brother of Goliath of Gath. Oh. That's the brother of yeah. No, he wait what? He killed Goliath of Gath. Oh, oh he killed the, the brother, brother of, of Goliath, Goliath of Gath. Gath. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's interesting because this is the the other side of that story. No, no. Well, this is the brother of Goliath. Of right. Gath. But what I'm saying is this story coincides with the other one, and so um, there is thought that it's actually. Um, not the brother that he actually... This guy actually killed Goliath. I might want to look that up because I thought that that actually happened in an entirely different book in the Bible. I'm thinking it's but this one. I, 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 I would I would double check that because I think okay. that that might be wrong. Okay. So. No. The handle of his spear was as thick as a weaver's beam! Exclamation point. Thick as a weaver's beam? Mm-hmm. The fuck is a weaver's beam? As thick as a dick? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no reference point for a weaver's beam. Okay, well, think of a beaver. A beaver. <laughs> think of a beaver and his ween. 
<laughs> Think of a weaver. <laughs> what the fuck are you even talking What's about? What's a weaver? Oh, I don't know. What's I'm, he weaves. I, I don't know. He weaves. I'm, I'm going to look up, I'm gonna look up what wood. a weaver's beam is because I'm very I'm thinking curious. it's like you have a loom, right? And you weave on Possibly. it and then the beam is like a stick and it's clearly very thick. But the spear is thicker than that. Oh, weaver's beam is like the cross piece yeah. that you hold your... your uh, at the top of the loom. The thing that you're weaving yeah. with at the top of the loom. Right. Of course. But Why? that's kind of what I said. Beam. I yeah. said it's probably part of the weaving. Well, I was busy Googling when I was looking it up. I'm so like I just... literally telling you based on the words what it means. And you're like, look it up though. But I've literally never heard the term weaver's beam before. No, I'm like, where would I have heard that at? I have never heard it either. But I'm just, just like putting it together like, well... They were weavers. They had looms. And so there would have been, you know. A beam that goes across the yeah. top. Yeah. Right, sure. Sure. And that's what it was. And it was fucking thick. And this I mean, guy's spear was thicker than that. That's crazy. In another battle with the Philistines at Gath, they encountered a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot. <laughs> <laughs> and we both had the exact same you Princess Bride thought. Exactly. <laughs> My name is Amugano. Oh my god, you do that every time. I know, time. I know, I know, I'm sorry. You always fuck it up. But he killed my father. You prepare to die because you, <laughs> his name is Anigo Mentoya. Anigo Mentoya. Anigo Mentoya. Yeah. My name is Anigo Mentoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Got it, got it. Okay. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Right. Yeah. They encountered that huge guy with the six... The six toes Digits. and the six feet mm-hmm. and the hands. And Who was also a descendant of the giant. Oh, my God. What? No way. But when he defied and taunted Israel, he was killed by Jonathan, the son of David's brother, Shemiah. Awesome. These four Philistines were descendants of the giants of Gath, but David and his warriors killed them. The end. You think that's the last giants we'll hear of? Hell no. Like, they were supposed to be like this short little bit, and they were mm-hmm. going to wipe them out, like, completely. And then... And then they just keep popping up everywhere. kept happening. They're, like, everywhere in the fucking Bible. I'm like, I there's know. giants everywhere. And that section was called, The Giant Slain by David's Men. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But as we also discussed, I think, was it in the last um, Q&A that giants was just an, a name for, mm-hmm. like, um, people that were really hard to beat in battle, basically? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they just were Most really likely. adept fighters, basically. Right. Because um, the word that they use is Nephilim. Right, and right. Nephilim probably meant, like, hardcore um, warriors. Definitely not angels or giants. I mean, to me, that makes a lot more sense. It so. makes so much more fucking sense. Because giants, come on now. Come on now. That's, that's bullshit. Get the fuck out of here with right? that. Right, yeah. That's bullshit. So that's that. That's and, that. Um, I'm very excited to see where we go from here. I am too. I am too. I mean, we've only got so many more things Three. before we get to the end of this book. So it's Three gotta, more it's chapters. gotta like get really good here, right? Go out it's with a bang. Gonna, I yeah, hope. we gotta go out with a bang. I mean, we are ending on giants. That's not bad. Yeah. No. Definitely. Right. All right. Well, we'll find out more tomorrow when we get into uh, or no. Today was Samuel, Second Samuel, chapter twenty-one, and tomorrow we'll be getting into Second Samuel, chapter twenty-two. And we will see you guys then. We sure will. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore d for d's nuts. Oh my god. 
stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.